Don't worry about anything but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us in the book of Psalms to begin with Psalm 1, beginning at verse 1. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chafe which the wind drives away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Father, thank you once again for your word. Thank you for the power, the grace, the joy that rests upon and within your word. And thank you for the ways your word ministers to our mind, bodies, and spirits in ways that we don't fully comprehend, yet we receive the benefit and the blessing of being students of your word. Father, with every passing day, more and more help us to fall more in love with you with you and with your word and empower us to become the much more faithful hearers and doers of your word you'd have us to be. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thanks again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Rick Robertson is our producer. He's going to lead us in a word of prayer at this time. Father, we're so excited that we're able to approach your throne of grace today and to know that we are welcome there, that you delight in us. Father, what an amazing thing. We thank you for that. Father, we uh, pray for our listening family with all the different needs out there in this uh, chaotic world, in this fallen land, yet what a hope they have in you today. Help them to more and more trust in you, to rest in you, to lean on you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Thank you, Rick. And thank you again for being a part of our listening family. We're blessed to have with us in studio today two special guests, Hannah and James Faulkner. They're brother and sister, and they happen to be with us here at AFA today. And today they're both going to share scripture with us and pray with us as well. And so one of the things that you may recall, is you, if you listen pretty regularly, is that one of our goals is to empower believers to be faithful disciples and also to encourage believers to really do our job in helping to disciple our children as well. And so it's always an honor to have uh, youth guests that will come and read the Word of God. And so I tell you, we're going to begin with, I tell you, we're going to go and start with Hannah. Uh, Hannah is going to read from Proverbs chapter 3, verses chapter 3, verses 1 to 12, and then we'll talk to Hannah briefly after that as well. So, but again, we're grateful to have Hannah. Hannah, you're 15, is that right? Yes, sir. 15. Yes. And James, you are? 10. 10. Okay, then. Okay. I'll go right ahead, Hannah. Thank you. My son, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commands for length of days and long life and peace they will add to you. Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck, write them on the tablet of your heart, and find so or and find find favor and high esteem in the sight of man and God. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase, so your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. 
My son, do not despise the Lord, nor detest his correction. For whom the Lord loves, he corrects, just as a father the son in whom he delights. Amen. All right. Thank you there. Hannah, just from your own yeah. uh, perspective, why would you say it's important for young people and children to read the Word of God every day? Oh, well, it keeps us from sinning. It, it guides us. It gives us wisdom. It gives us knowledge. It guides our life. And it is the foundation. I mean, if you look at a society, in order for a society to thrive, we must have God at the center in it. And for us to have God at the center of our life, we must be reading his word. And anytime we want to grow closer to something, anytime we want to get better at a sport, we have to be in that sport. We have to be practicing. We have to be reading more about that sport and understanding and be practicing. And so same with the word of God. To get closer to the Lord, we need to be in prayer. We need to be in the Word and constantly reading and growing closer closer to the Lord. So, mm. yeah. Well, I appreciate your words of wisdom. You're a wise young lady at 15. Thank you for sharing. Thank you so much. I want to ask you for you to pray for young people and youth, whatever's on your heart today. Thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. Would, you, would you pray now? Yes. Dear Lord, we come to you right now and we thank you for the opportunity to live in the greatest nation, the United States of America, and to be have this blessing of being here in uh, Mississippi. Lord, we thank you for the blessing of our nation. We thank you for these people. God, we pray that you will guide our leaders, that you will guide the families, that you will raise up young men and women for you, that you will give us wisdom and courage as lions, to be brave and bold as lions, to speak the truth and not have any hindrance, God, to not be afraid of the devil and to stand firm in our faith, God. I pray and I just thank you for the opportunity to be here. And I thank you for sending your son to die on the cross for our sins so that we may be born again and live a life filled with your grace. Uh, Lord, we just give us humility, grace, and understanding as we go about our day. And we thank you, Lord, again. Help us to be vessels for you and to continue to grow closer to you, Lord. Amen. 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 Thank you, Hannah. And so we also have James with us as well. And so, James, you said you're 10 years old, correct? Yes, sir. All right. And you were going to read Psalm 20. Well, you're going to quote a scripture and then read Psalm 23, right? Yes, sir. Okay. What scripture did you want to share first? So I wanted to share Psalm 119.9 and why I think it's crucial. So Psalm 119.9 says, How can a young man keep his way pure? By taking heed according to his word. And what that verse is saying is that if a young man takes his word, he will keep his way, his heart pure. And mm. it will guide him through life and give him wisdom and knowledge. Amen. Amen. Great wisdom in that scripture. Thank you for sharing that. And you're going to share Psalm 23 as well. Yes, sir. Okay. Go right ahead. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table set before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Thank you, James, for sharing that uh, favorite scripture of many, many people all over the world. Would you say a word of prayer for whatever's on your heart to pray for young people and youth today as well? Yes, sir. Dear Lord, I thank you for this beautiful day you've given us. I thank you for all these people in AFA. I pray that you will lead them, and I pray that you will give them wisdom 
and knowledge. I pray for all these young kids, just like me, and that you will give them wisdom and knowledge, just like AFA. And Lord Jesus, I pray over our country, because we're getting where are we are. We cannot even. Some nations can't even pray, read the Bible, or go to church. In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 Thank you all so much for taking the time to be with us today, okay? Thank you. All right. Well, again, a privilege, always a privilege and an honor to have guests in studio with us, uh, especially young people. And so we're grateful to have Hannah and James Faulkner with us who shared a few a moment ago. Uh, Today we continue now reading through the Word of God as we pick up now in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 5. Deuteronomy chapter 5, beginning at verse 1. And Moses called all Israel and said to them, Hear, O Israel, the statutes and judgments which I speak in your hearing today, that you may learn them and be careful to observe them. The Lord our God made a covenant with us in Horeb. The Lord did not make this covenant with our fathers, but with us, those who are here today, all of us who are alive. The Lord talked with you face to face on the mountain from the midst of the fire. I stood between the Lord and you at that time to declare to you the word of the Lord, for you were afraid because of the fire, and you did not go up to the mountain. He said, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself a carved image, any likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them nor serve them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers, upon the children to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing mercy to thousands to those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Observe the Sabbath day to keep it holy, as the Lord your God commanded you. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall do no work, you nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your ox, nor your donkey, nor any of your cattle, nor your stranger who is within your gates, that your male servant and your female may rest as well as you. And remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt, and the Lord your God brought you out from there by a mighty hand and by an outstretched arm. Therefore the Lord your God commanded you to keep the Sabbath day. Honor your father and your mother, as the Lord your God has commanded you, that your days may be long, and that it may be well with you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife. You shall not desire your neighbor's house, his field, his male servant, his female servant, his ox, his donkey, or anything that is your neighbor's. These words the Lord spoke to all your assembly in the mountain from the midst of the fire, from the midst of the fire, the cloud and the thick darkness with a loud voice and he added no more and he wrote them on two tablets of stone and gave them to me so it was when you heard the voice from the midst of the darkness 
while the mountain was burning with fire, that you came near to me, all the heads of your tribes and your elders. And you said, Surely the Lord our God has shown us his glory and his greatness, and we have heard his voice from the midst of the fire. We have seen this day that God speaks with man, yet he still lives. Now, therefore, why should we die? For this great fire will consume us. If we hear the voice of the Lord our God any more, then we shall die. For who is there of all flesh who has heard the voice of the living God speaking from the midst of the fire as we have and lived? You go near and hear all that the Lord our God may say and tell us all that the Lord our God says to you and we will hear and do it. Then the Lord heard the voice of your words when you spoke to me. And the Lord said to me, I've heard the voice of the words of this people, which they have spoken to you. They are right in all that they have spoken. Oh, that they had such a heart in them, that they would, that they would fear me and always keep my commandments, that it might be well with them and with their children forever. Go and say to them, return to your tents. But as for you, stand here by me, and I will speak to you all the commandments the statutes and the judgments which you shall teach them, that they may observe them in the land which I am giving them to possess. Therefore you shall be careful to do as the Lord your God has commanded you. You shall not turn aside to the right hand or to the left. You shall walk in all the ways which the Lord your God has commanded you, that you may live and that it may be well with you, and that you, and that you may prolong your days in the land which you shall possess. Deuteronomy chapter 6, beginning at verse 1. Well, we'll pick up there on the other side. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession. Father, thank you again for your word. Thank you for the privilege of reading and meditating your word every day. Anoint us afresh with a spirit that would cause us to have a growing hunger to fill our hearts and our minds with your word with every passing day. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession. As we're reading through the Word of God, we'll be right back. Life was bitter to the core. There was nothing to live for until love came. Even second times around, happiness could not be found until love came. I was left all alone. Fought was my own. Tears covered me. And I need some relief. Joy comes in the morning. Been searching for keys to life's door. Against me, love shown me, love said not so. Without a reason for cause, peace and joy placed on pause until love came. Having no hope at all, and not a love one to call. 
music of B.B. and C.C. Winans, Love Said Not So. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. We continue now reading through the Word of God as we pick up now in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 6, beginning at verse 1. Now this is the commandment, and these are the statutes and judgments which the Lord your God has commanded to teach you, that you may observe them in the land which you are crossing over to possess, that you may fear the Lord your God to keep all his statutes and his commandments, which I command you, you and your son and your grandson, all the days of your life, and that your days may be prolonged. Therefore hear, O Israel, and be careful to observe it, that it may be well with you, and that you may multiply greatly as the Lord God of your fathers has promised you, a land flowing with milk and honey. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. So it shall be when the Lord your God brings you into the land of which he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give you large and beautiful cities which you did not build, houses full of all good things which you did not fill, hewn out wells which you did not dig, vineyards and olive trees which you did not plant. When you have eaten and are full, then beware lest you forget the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. You shall fear the Lord your God and serve him and shall take oaths in his name. You shall not go after other gods, the gods of the peoples who are all around you, for the Lord your God is a jealous God among you. Lest the anger of the Lord your God be aroused against you and destroy you from the face of the earth. You shall not tempt the Lord your God as you tempted him in Massah. You shall diligently keep the commandments of the Lord your God, his testimonies and his statutes, which he has commanded you. And you shall do what is right and good in the sight of the Lord, that it may be well with you, and that you may go in and possess the good land of which the Lord swore to your fathers, to cast out all your enemies from before you as the Lord has spoken. When your son asks you in time to come, saying, What is the meaning of the testimonies, the statutes, and the judgments which the Lord our God has commanded you? Then you shall say to your son, We were slaves of Pharaoh in Egypt, and the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand, and the Lord showed signs and wonders before our eyes, great and severe, against Egypt, Pharaoh, and all his household. Then he brought us out from there, that he might bring us in, to give us the land of which he swore to our fathers. And the Lord commanded us to observe all these statutes, to fear the Lord our God for our good always, that he might preserve us alive as it is this day. Then it will be righteousness to us if we are careful to observe all these commandments before the Lord our God 
as he has commanded us. Deuteronomy chapter 7. When the Lord your God brings you into the land which you go to possess and has cast out many nations before, before you, the Hittites and the Girgashites and the Amorites and the Canaanites and the Perizzites and the Hivites and the Jebusites, seven nations greater and mightier than you. And when the Lord your God delivers them over to you, you shall conquer them and utterly destroy them. You shall make no covenant with them, nor show mercy to them, nor shall you make marriages with them. You shall not give your daughter to their son, nor take their daughter for your son. For they will turn your sons away from following me to serve other gods. So the anger of the Lord will be aroused against you and destroy you suddenly. But this, but thus, you shall deal with them. You shall destroy their altars and break down their sacred pillars and cut down their wooden images and burn their carved images with fire. For you are a holy people to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you to be a people for himself, a special treasure above all the peoples on the face of the earth. The Lord did not set his love on, on you nor choose you because you were more in number than any other people, for you were the least of all the peoples. But because the Lord loves you, and because he would keep the oath which he swore to your fathers, the Lord has brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you from the house of bondage, from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Therefore, know that the Lord your God, he is God, the faithful God who keeps covenant and mercy for a thousand generations with those who love him and keep his commandments. And he repays those who hate him to their, to their face to destroy them. He will not be slack with him who hates him. He will repay him to his face. Therefore you shall keep the commandment, the statutes and the judgments, which I command you today to observe them. Then it shall come to pass, because you listen to these judgments and keep and do them, that the Lord your God will keep with you the covenant and the mercy which he swore to your fathers. And he will love you and bless you and multiply you. He will also bless the fruit of your womb and the fruit of your land, your grain and your new wine and your oil, the increase of your cattle and the offspring of your flock in the land of which he swore to your fathers to give you. You shall be blessed above all peoples. There shall not be a male or female barren among you or among your livestock. And the Lord will take away from you all sickness and will afflict you with none of the terrible diseases of Egypt, which you have known, but will lay them on all those who hate you. Also, you shall destroy all the peoples whom the Lord your God delivered over to you. Your eye shall have no pity on them, nor shall you serve their gods, for that will be a snare to you. If you should say in your heart, These nations are greater than I, how can I dispossess them? You shall not be afraid of them, but, but you shall remember well that the Lord your God, excuse me, but 
you shall remember well what the Lord your God did to Pharaoh and to all Egypt, the great trials which your eyes saw, the signs and the wonders, the mighty hand and the outstretched arm by which the Lord your God brought you out. So shall the Lord your God do to all the peoples of whom you are afraid. Moreover, the Lord your God will send the hornet among them until those who are left who hide themselves from you are destroyed. You shall not be terrified of them, for the Lord your God, the great and awesome God, is among you. And the Lord your God will drive out those nations before you little by little. You will be unable to destroy them at once, lest the beasts of the field become too numerous for you. But the Lord your God will deliver them over to you and will inflict defeat upon them until they are destroyed. And he will deliver their kings into your hand, and you will destroy their name from under heaven. No one shall be able to stand against you until you have destroyed them. You shall burn the carved images of their gods with fire. You shall not covet the silver or gold that is on them, nor take it for yourselves, lest you be snared by it. For it is an abomination to the Lord your God. Nor shall you bring an abomination into your house, lest you be doomed to destruction like it. You shall utterly detest it and utterly abhor it, for it is an accursed thing. Deuteronomy chapter 8 Every commandment which I command you today, you must be careful to observe, that you may live and multiply, and go in and possess the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers. And you shall remember that the Lord your God led you all the way these forty years in the wilderness, to humble you and test you, to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. So he humbled you, allowed you to hunger, and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man shall not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. Your, gar your garments did not wear out on you, nor did your foot swell these forty years. You should know in your heart that as a man chastens his son, so the Lord your God chastens you. Therefore you shall keep the commandments of the Lord your God to walk in his ways and to fear him for the lord your god is bringing you into a land excuse me for the lord your god is bringing you into a good land a land of brooks of water of fountains and springs that flow out of valleys and hills a land of wheat and barley of vines and fig trees and pomegranates a land of olive oil and honey a land in which you will eat bread without scarcity, in which you will lack nothing, a land whose stones are iron and out of whose hills you can dig copper. When you have eaten and are full, then you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land which he has given you. Beware that you do not forget the Lord your God by not keeping his commandments, his judgments and his statutes which I command you today, lest, when you have eaten and are full, and have built beautiful houses and dwell in them, 
And when your herds and your flocks multiply, and your silver and your gold are multiplied, and all that you have is multiplied, when your heart is lifted up, and you forget the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage, who led you through that great and terrible wilderness, in which were fiery serpents and scorpions and thirsty land where there was no water, who, who brought water for you out of the flinty rock, who fed you in the wilderness with manna, which your fathers did not know, that he might humble you and that he might test you to do you good in the end. Then you say in your heart, my power and the might of my hand have gained me this wealth. And you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, that he may establish his covenant, which he swore to your fathers, as it is this day. Then it shall be, if you by any means forget the Lord your God, and follow other gods, and serve them and worship them, I testify against you this day, that you shall surely perish. As the nations which the Lord destroys before you, so you shall perish, because you would not be obedient to the voice of the Lord your God. Deuteronomy chapter 9 Hear, O Israel, you are to cross over the Jordan today and go in to possess nations greater and mightier than yourself, cities great and fortified up to heaven, a people great and tall, the descendants of the Anakim, whom you know and of whom you heard it said, who can stand before the descendants of Anak. Therefore understand today that the Lord your God is he who goes over before you as a consuming fire. He will destroy them and bring them down before you, so you shall drive them out and destroy them quickly, as the Lord has said to you. Do not think in your heart after the Lord your God has cast them out before you, saying, Because of my righteousness the Lord has brought me in to possess this land. But it is because of the wickedness of these nations that the Lord is driving them out from before you. Verses 1-4, through four, Deuteronomy chapter 9. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession as we continue reading through the Word of God. We'll be back. to believe that you gave me the stars put them out of my reach call me the waters a little too deep oh i've never been so aware of my need you keep on making me see it's way beyond me it's way beyond me
the sweet spot Show shot, trading it all for the plans you got Is this so crazy to believe That you gave me the stars of Toby Mac with Beyond Me. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. We continue now reading through the Word of God as we pick up now in the New Testament, the Gospel of Luke, Luke chapter 21, beginning at verse 1. And he looked up and saw the rich putting their gifts into the treasury, and he saw also a poor widow putting in two mites. So he said, Truly I say to you that this poor widow has put in more than all, for all these out of their abundance have put in offerings for God. But she out of her poverty put in all the livelihood that she had. Then as some spoke of the temple, how it was adorned with beautiful stones and donations, he said, These things which you see, the days will come in which not one stone shall be left upon another that shall not be thrown down. So they asked him, saying, Teacher, but when will these things be? And what sign will there be when these things are about to take place? And he said, Take heed that you not be deceived, for many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and the time has drawn near. Therefore do not go after them, but when you hear of wars and commotions, do not be terrified, for these things must come to pass, but the end will not come immediately. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be great earthquakes in various places, and famines and pestilences. And there will be fearful sights and great signs from heaven. But before all these things, they will lay their hands on you and persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues and prisons. You will be brought before kings and rulers for my name's sake. But it will turn out for you as an occasion for testimony. Therefore, settle it in your hearts not to meditate beforehand on what you shall answer. For I will give you a mouth and wisdom which all your adversaries will not be able to contradict or resist. You will be betrayed even by parents and brothers, relatives and friends, and they will put some of you to death. And you will be hated, and you will be hated by all for my name's sake. But not a hair of your head shall be lost, for by your patience possess your souls. But when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, then know that its destruction is near. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let those who are in the midst of her depart, and let those who are in the country, and excuse me, and let not those who are in the country enter her. For these are the days of vengeance, that all things which are written may be fulfilled. But woe to those who are pregnant and to those who are nursing babies in those days. For there will be great distress in the land and wrath upon this people. And they will fall by the edge of the sword 
and be led away captive into all nations. And Jerusalem will be trampled by Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. And there will be signs in the sun, in the moon, and in the stars, and on the earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them from fear and the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads, because your redemption draws nigh. Then he spoke to them a parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. When they are already budding, you see and know for yourselves that summer is now near. So you also, when you see these things happening, know that the kingdom of God is near. Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. But take heed to yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with carousing, drunkenness, and cares of this life, and that day may come on you unexpectedly. For it will come as a snare on all those who dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch, therefore, and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. <clears throat> and in the daytime he was teaching in the temple, but at night he went out and stayed on the mountain called Olivet. Then early in the morning all the people came to him in the temple to hear him. Luke chapter 22. Now the Feast of Unleavened Bread drew near, which is called Passover. And the chief priests and the scribes sought how they might kill him, for they feared the people. Then Satan entered Judas, surnamed Iscariot, who was numbered among the twelve. So he went his way and conferred with the chief priests and captains, how he might betray him to them. And they were glad and agreed to give him money. So he promised and sought opportunity to betray him to them in the absence of the multitude. Then came the day of unleavened bread, when the Passover must be killed. And he sent Peter and John, saying, Go and prepare the Passover for us, that we may eat. So they said to him, Where do you want us to prepare? And he said to them, Behold, when you have, when you have entered the city, a man will meet you carrying a pitcher of water. Follow him into the house which he enters. Then you shall say to the master of the house, The teacher says to you, Where is the guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? Then he will show you a large furnished upper room. There make ready. So they went and found it just as he had said to them and they prepared the Passover. When the hour had come, he sat down, he sat down and the twelve apostles with him. Then he said to them, With fervent desire I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say to you, 
I will no longer eat of it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Then he took the cup and gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I say to you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread, gave thanks and broke it and gave it to them saying, This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you. But behold, the hand of my betrayer is with me on the table. And truly the Son of Man goes as it has been determined. But woe to that man by whom he is betrayed. Then they began to question among themselves which of them it was who would do this thing. Now there was also a dispute among them as to which of them should be considered the greatest. And he said to them, The kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and those who exercise authority over them are called benefactors, but not so among you. On the contrary, he who is greatest among you, let him be as the younger, and he who governs as he who serves. For who is greater, he who sits at the table or he who serves? Is it not he who sits at the table? Yet I am among you as the one who serves. But you are those who have continued with me in my trials, and I bestow upon you a kingdom, just as my Father bestowed one upon me, that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, indeed Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. But he said to, them, but he said to him, Lord, I'm ready to go with you both to prison and to death. Then he said, I tell you, Peter, the rooster shall not crow this day before you will deny me three times that you know me. And he said to them, When I sent you without money bag, knapsack, and sandals, did you lack anything? So they said, Nothing. Then he said to them, But now, he who has a money bag, let him take it. And likewise a knapsack, and he who has no sword, let him sell his garment and buy one. For I say to you that this which is written must still be accomplished in me. And he was numbered with the transgressors, for the things concerning me have an end. So they said, Lord, look, here are two swords. And he said to them, It is enough. Coming out, he went to the Mount of Olives, as he was accustomed, and his disciples also followed him. When he came to the place, he said to them, Pray that you may not enter into temptation. And he was withdrawn from them about a stone's throw, and he knelt down and prayed, saying, Father, if it is your will, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Then an angel appeared to him from heaven, strengthening him. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. Then his sweat became like great drops of blood, 
falling down to the ground. When he rose up from prayer and had come to, when when he rose up from prayer and had come to his disciples, he found them sleeping from sorrow. Then he said to them, "Why do you sleep? Rise and pray, lest you enter into temptation." Verses one through forty-six, Luke chapter twenty-two. Well, as we normally do before we end the broadcast, if you're listening today and you have never if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, today is a wonderful day, a great day to be saved. If you'd like to commit commit your heart and your life to the Lord Jesus Christ, would you simply pray this prayer from your heart with me even now? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so, so very much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived. You died on the cross to pay for all my sins and all all my wrongs. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess I've sinned and done wrong in many, many ways. I repent and turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. In the Bible, you told us Whoever calls in the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord, today, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Help me to follow you all my life. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we're definitely hoping to hear from you. We want to encourage you to email us. My email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. We definitely would like to share with you some literature and resources that are going to begin to help you grow and grow strong in your new walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. Would you please email us and let us be in touch with you? We definitely look forward to being in touch with you. Again, joseph at afr.net. We hope to hear from you. If you don't already have the wonderful habit of reading at least three chapters in your Bible every day, today is a great day to start that habit. And parents, if you don't have the habit of having each of your children to read three chapters out loud to you every day, today is a great day to start that habit in your home with your children as well. A habit that can bless your entire family wonderfully. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.